Today's episode is brought to you by Battle Warrior Brands. Battle Warrior Brands offers clothing for the warrior in all of us. Go to thechadmsmith.com to learn more. On to the show. I'm David Kelso, and you're listening to APC Presents, where I showcase independent podcasters from Northeast Wisconsin. And this week on Dave's Faves, we're stealing from the Battle Warrior podcast. Our guest last week, Chad Smith, sits down with his guest, Eric Grondhofer, to talk business. Eric is the owner of Royal Reputation out of Tampa Bay, Florida, and talks about his latest business service, podcasting. I'm pleased to present Royal Reputation with Eric Groundhoffer from the Battle Warrior podcast. Every week, we're going to be dropping new episodes mixed from my past and mixed in the studio here with the Venture Project. So guys, stay tuned on Instagram, Facebook, all our fun social media pages. Like I said, Battle Warrior Podcast is kicking back in gear. I am in Oshkosh. We are in the Venture Project studio, guys, and we're going to come at you with a lot of big-time guests. So stay tuned, guys. Hey guys, welcome to the Battle Warrior Podcast. Uh, we I was supposed to introduce you right away, man. We jumped right in. We started talking business and shit. My brain goes on left field when it goes to business. So I'm the same. Obviously, man, uh, kill me if I say it wrong, but live from Tampa, Florida, we have uh, Eric Grunhofer. Perfect. Nailed it. Perfect. Perfect. Well, he's, Hey guys, he's the owner of Royal reputation. And obviously there's going to be some other stuff down the pipeline here, but we were chit chatting about business and I'm like, dude, time out. time <laughs> So, uh, we were talking about personal branding and, and I think we're going to hit the gold where we were just talking about like the full cycle of life and entrepreneurship. So, um, we were going to talk about other stuff, but you know what, man, this is gold. So Absolutely. Yeah, no, we were just talking about, so I love everything that you have going on. They, again, thank you so, like so much for having me on. This is like really exciting. And I'm the same way. Like we immediately started talking business and like, like future plans and goals. And that's how I feel like, like, that's how, you know, you're surrounding yourself with the right people is when you're literally within the first five seconds of talking, you literally know the person's like goals for the next five years, their plans for the next yeah. 10. And it's not, people will be like, Oh, that's bragging. It's literally, it's not bragging at all. You're like, you're literally just like, you're throwing out ideas. You're like ping. Like I'm inspired by everything that you're doing. You have two, two books coming out. You have all of this stuff happening. You have supplements down the line, like the embroidery stuff. So I was just saying like you, a lot of people don't, they're like, I don't get branding. I don't understand. Is that okay? And like, it's just them second guessing it. But I love that all of your stuff as you said, derived from your podcast, everything is connected and you just know what you know what you like. So you're like, I like cars. This thing's about this. You use the car analogy, the car metaphors, but then you also are tying in Chad, the warrior, like all of these things. And it all just comes full circle. And all you're doing is connecting the dots. You're making this like relate to this, to this, relate to this, and then bring it back full circle. So that way your brand is a complete like, set of all the things that you like in your life. 
as opposed to like, Oh, I'm going to do. And like, it doesn't have to be no, like it, like I've seen plenty of people do like, they have a different name for every single thing and none of it's related. And that's fine too. me mentally. I would not be able to do 10 different businesses if they all had a separate name, an unrelated thing in completely different industries. That's just me. Like I need them all to somehow work in within my life and be somehow connected because then it all makes sense for me. And it's like, I'm, I'm Eric and I'm like the top of all the Royal reputation, the Royal nutrition, the Roy, you know, becoming legends podcast, all with the lion at the top. Like that's, it's like, that's my goal is to just have everything like that I do be related. And it, it, it honestly took me. So like I started this podcast May 1st, 2020 during lockdown. And obviously, you know, people close to me like Heather and all that. And yes, I'm going to eavesdrop a, a guest that we both know. Yes. She, she'll listen to this and she's phenomenal. Um, He's the best. When, when it comes to this stuff, like I, I came out with C's get degrees. Cause I'm like, yeah, that's kind of my attitude, whatever it is. And then all of a sudden guys, and I'm, I'm going to give a little secret here. The more you're absorbed into this stuff, the more all of a sudden you start connecting the dots. And it's not like, oh my God, I connected the dots. You're into it, guys. You're going to be doing something completely different. Or, or vice versa. You're going to tweak it. You're going to tweak it. You're going to tweak it. And then all of a sudden it's, aha. And, and that's, I call it the growing pains in a, in a positive way of saying it. Um, but yeah, like, like for me, my favorite things, obviously live rock and roll. Like I can go nuts with 80s rock and roll, man. It's just, I, I love a screaming uh, like a Judas priest type guitar up on stage, just like Motley Crue-ish guys, just going crazy and not slipknot, but like just straight, a good live rock and roll band. Um, I love the Marshall amps where they just scream. I love cars straight piped. Um, I love boats going fast. Uh, I'm not quite jumping out of airplanes yet, but we're getting there <laughs> soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love, you know, running races. I love lifting weights and, and everything you notice is, even though you're not <laughs> what people look at us as cocky, we look at it as confidence, but I was going to say it's, it's your rebel side that's kicking out and it's bleeding out of you. And, and like, for me, it's not like, I only thing I'm rebel against man is government. We're not going to go into politics. Like I don't <laughs> what happens in, in Washington. <laughs> um, as long as, it, as long as I'm creatively free, I don't, I do. That's as much as I'm going to go in depth with it. But, um, what it is, it's just like your energy in it. You could just tell by when you talk, it just bleeds out of you. Like it just boils out of your skin. You're like, Oh my God, I'm doing this, this and that. And you can go endless. Like, dude, I can do this for 20 hours a day. Then, you know, you got the right thing. Exactly. So, um, I was just talking to my wife today. It just makes me think like, I was talking to my wife and like a ton of a couple friends, business partners, my business partner, that's doing Royal nutrition with us. And so we have this new service that we're rolling out. So like right now, this isn't a plug. This is just giving context. Royal Reputation is an online reputation management firm. So we do two things. We do marketing, which is a lot under the, the marketing, branding and all of that, which is involved in marketing. If someone wants a logo or something, we help them out with there uh, or create the brand from scratch for them. And then on the other side is really the rep management stuff. So like if someone got, if an attorney called me and he got a DUI, and it's for his name because it's attached to the firm and he has something that's out there. I would look his case up and I would go, uh, I can, he wants to get rid of it or suppress it. I can reach out to those places, either get rid of it, or we can create content and suppress that stuff. Um, so that's mainly the two things that we're doing 
for, and on the other end, we do promotion too for online reputation management. So like, you know, we're creating content. So that way, if something bad happens or a bad review happens down the road, it doesn't sink your entire business. Um, so there's those two services, but what I have been nonstop thinking about for the last, really the last seven years, and I didn't know how to put it together for whatever reason, my brain could not figure out a way to make this service work until recently is we're doing, I'm calling it the legends package playing into the podcast and it's getting people on four podcasts a month. So we take CEOs, we get them on four podcasts a month and we then take those four podcasts. And as you and I were talking, every podcast for that CEO, we would edit one podcast into 37 different pieces of content. And then I would distribute that. My team would distribute that on social media for that person. So we, we would put on their LinkedIn, their YouTube, their Instagram, and then we would just be basically running a personal branding campaign with the podcasts that we're getting them on. So not only are they getting exposure from the podcasts, but they're getting exposure from the social media, building a following on the social media, being seen as experts in the field on social media from the things that we're doing, rinse and repeat. So one hand washes the other. So that I've been, for whatever reason, I needed those three things, get you on the podcast, to like cut and edit the videos uh, properly and then distribute. I couldn't put it together on how I wanted to do it until for whatever reason for the last like 60 days. And we've partnered with PR firms and stuff like that. And no one offers this. So I only say that not to plug a new service truly. Um, but I say that because I can nonstop like thinking about it and talking about it. And that's all I want to do. And like, I don't even had, I didn't even have anything to tell my wife. I was just like, telling her stuff that I've already been talking to her about after I've already figured it out. And I'm just like that excited about it where I literally need to just keep, yeah. And then we're going to do this and then I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to make the website like this and it's going to be crazy. And we're going to change this. We're going to put this over here. And she's just like, cool. Like she's never been on a podcast in her life. She doesn't understand. <laughs> so she's just like, all right. And like, I could tell that she's just trying to be nice and not like be mad and like ignore me or anything, or she just gets it. She's just like, I understand you're excited, but uh, like, I can't shut up about it. So like, I hear exactly what you're saying when this is like what you want to do. And like, I really am a big fan of if you can't stop thinking about something, if it, if, if it's all you're thinking about morning, noon, and night, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. And the thought won't go away. So that's when I was like, I need to do this. I need to follow my gut and I need to, it's a big, it's not a huge pivot. Like everyone thinks like I'm going from marketing and online reputation management to the podcast stuff. Cause it's all I, I do. It's all stuff that we do anyways. It's just, I'm really rebranding us Royal reputation in to that's our main service. That's our offer. Don't come to us. You know, you might find us and we could do SEO for you. Great. You might find us and we can help you with reviews. Great. But I want to be known as for the rest of my life in the next five, 10 years, this is like a future move because podcasts are getting every year, more and more ad spend is getting into podcasts, as you know, and they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And all the other stuff's getting less relevant and less relevant. So I want to start this now. So that way, 10 years from now, I'm known as the, you know, the king, the king of podcasts playing into the Royal stuff, you know? So yeah. it's like, dang, he really built that. Uh, and that's my own, that's my only goal. Um, so like, among other things, other businesses, family stuff, like, but for this in particular. So I really feel that in my soul when you, when you can't stop thinking about it, you can't stop talking about it. And like right now I feel stupid. Cause I, I hate when people pitch, 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 pitch. And I'm, I promise I'm not doing that. I'm just like so amped about 
Cause I also know it's going to help. Like I know yeah, yeah. every person that can afford it, they're, it, they're going to get so much out of it. And like, I also hate, I've been doing this for seven years on my, my own business. I'm like Royal reputation has been open for seven years. Um, and I worked in radio and phone book back in the day and like all this stuff. So I know what's good and what's bad. Not that I'm saying other people don't, I'm just saying I have like, I've been around and I know I hate radio with a passion. And I literally don't understand how they're still doing hundreds of thousands of dollars per big clients anywhere. And it's driving me insane that like these people, like I have a generator super center is one of my clients. I don't know if you have them where you are. Um, no, not yet. No. And, uh, they're a franchise They're they're six or seven in Tampa or they're six or seven in Florida. And I have a lot of them around Florida. I have one in New Hampshire, uh, Massachusetts, Portland, like all these, um, all these other places. And they're still spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on their budget a year in radio or attorneys are still doing billboards or they're doing commercials that they're literally, he paid $150,000 upfront to do a commercial with ABC that he literally, they can't prove any ROI. And I'm like, do you guys know what you can do with that amount of money? Like you could put 10% into that, into anything else. And you have money. amazing you put 150 grand into Facebook, dude, you'd be freaking reaching to a billion people. Yeah. There's, and you're like, you're literally <laughs> making yourself a millionaire off of a hundred. It's like, that's your investment. You're getting it back. So again, I'm sorry. I'm like blabbing right now. I'm going down this like road. But no, like, no, no. <laughs> the, 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 this is reality guys. And, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is, and to be hundred percent honest, man, I was not in radio. It's just, I had a friend that said, do you get into podcasting? And I loved it. So like all of a sudden I started listening to Joe Rogan. We could talk about him. Love Joe Rogan. I'm just going to, we're going to pause this for two seconds. Just say Joe Rogan on this one. So the power of podcasting guys, like people that understand Joe Rogan now, I don't think he really understand his leverage and the power of his podcast until this last, what, four months. Yeah. And all of a sudden now it's like, Oh wow. Like we have a leader developing, even though he doesn't want to be it, there's a leader developing in that, that is just insane with the power of podcast with them. What is he? Number one between him and Peterson. And, and I think there's other big players in there in the personal development world, but I think he's a, like, he's the king of the king right now. Can't beat him. No one ever will. And, and uh, that, that's the thing I was going to say, the power of podcast where it's like, it's moving away from him. And, and the thing is I used him and I used Chris Jericho's, which is uh, uh geez, I, I can't think of it right now, but like a few wrestling podcasts. Okay. Okay. This is a timing. So it's like, I talked and I did three, four episodes a week just to get that, that grind in. So it's like, okay, pause. And then I edit my own stuff. And, and to be honest, I want that grunt work because for me, it's the learning of the timing, the pause, the feel I wanted to dive into it. Be like, okay, this is how I did it. And that that's how I survived like tournament fishing and stuff. It's like, if you dived into it, you put the practice in, you get the feel for it. Then you could feel naturally. Okay. Hey, turn right, turn left, turn whatever it is to me is I got absorbed by that industry. I absorbed myself into it. So when it comes to like this stuff, me talking in the mic and all that stuff, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm, I can rent next some things on this side and I don't want to use that term. But, um, for me, it's the pausing it's, it's, and, and to be brutally honest, guys, some days you're on, some days you're off. It's just the nature of the beast. But 
it's the timing, it's the love of it. And it, it's the stuff that I just felt natural, like my gifts to talk. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to make some money and have some fun with it. And it's not even make money at it. Like it's fun first and then the money comes second. Exactly, man. Exactly. I, I always say too, like, it's funny you said, you just said that. Cause I, I literally say my only talent is communication, which is funny because I like, I hedge, I talk over myself, but you know what I mean? Like I go back and forth, like I'm ping ponging stuff. I like contradict myself, but it makes sense. If you really listen to the conversation, like in the, <laughs> in the context, like it's, it's crazy. So, but I think that that's my only strength. Like my biggest strength is the way I communicate. So I like you was like, this is Becoming Legends. I think I have 12 episodes out. I'm 60 episodes deep. So I actually just reached out to my team and I was like, we need to start releasing two or three a week because I can't be 18 weeks out right now out of all the, for like people can't wait 18 weeks. To get yeah, yeah, you got, you, you got like deadlines and stuff to like, if they got a book coming out, if they got a TV, whatever it is, like you got to hit that. Exactly. So we, I'm like, we got to speed this up a little. And then so, but this is, so I started in January of this year and literally this is like the third iteration of the podcast. I think the first time I did it, I wanted to be like Gary V and he had the ask Gary V show. Yeah, yeah. And so I started it and it was, I was doing it all myself, just like you did. And I was, uh, it was just called the Eric G show when I thought that, that was cool. And then I was like, not really getting guests. I was kind of just me talking and answer, trying to ask questions like, or answer questions like Gary V that didn't work. And then I kind of did a version of it where it was called stupid questions with Eric. And it was just no, the gimmick was no questions, a stupid question. It just didn't feel right after three or four episodes. And then, um, for whatever reason, becoming legends hit and it just caught like wildfire. Like it was, it was within my brand, like, you know, and everything connected and I'm getting like, having millionaires on my podcast. And I'm like learning so much having just such a simple conversation like you and I are having now. And I'm obsessed with it. I'm just like you. I'm like, I learned from Joe, like learned from Joe Rogan, like just immerse myself in that, uh, immerse myself into that kind of podcast world. And I was just like, taking from all the greats. This is what I like out of this one, mine. This is what I like out of this one, mine, like reverse engineering and then just putting my own spin on it and doing, doing mine. And I'm just like learning from all these people who have like have years and years and years of experience. And I feel like it's like a, a life hack. Like I'm like cheating at life right now because I'm getting firsthand free knowledge off of millionaires who are just like, let me tell you how to do everything that I do. I'm like, this is amazing. It, it, it really, and have you read rich dad, poor dad? Yeah. I love it. Cliff okay. notes, cliff, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, cliff notes. Guys, <laughs> I'm gonna plug this in here for two seconds. I'm not getting paid for this book. It just, I, I know if you look at a lot of millionaires and stuff between that one, how to uh, be influential, leaner, how to magic power, think about whatever. There's like four, four or five big books. And that one is number one. I'm pretty much across the whole board. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing that just stuck in my mind when we were talking about this and how you're going was define, learn, do. So like he would always talk to say, divine where you want to go, learn what we have to do and just do it. Like versus what back in the day or what we go to school for. And I'm not going to get too technical here, but like do learn to find. So it's like, dude, you're going to school, get a degree. That's going to define where you're going and just, uh, okay, let me go back. Okay. Define, learn, do, do learn to find. Okay. So you go to college, learn it. And then that defines your life. Right. And that's a life hack, dude. I never noticed how much of a life life hack that is. And all of a sudden me and you're going, it's like, Oh, this is what we're doing. This is okay. So you have your goals written down. It's like, this is what we got to talk to you. Get to it. Okay. Modify whatever. And then you just go. And the goal is just, it seems slow at the beginning. 
And yes, you will lose momentum. You'd be like, why the fuck am I doing this? And then all of a sudden it just clicks and then it just shoots up like crazy. Exactly. Welcome to the podcast fast class. This is check-in number six. You are on your way to entering the giveaway. Next week should be your third and final episode before our season ends. So I've actually made an official sign-up form, so you can go find the link to that in the show notes or in our Facebook group. I've made a video detailing all that you need in order to enter our giveaway to talk a little bit about the prizes as well. The MV7 is a fantastic microphone. So anyways, you can go find that appletonpodcast.com or our Facebook group. Link in the notes. Back to the show. Go ahead, man. All, no, all I was going to say is like, and then there are days though, like you said, like um, you hit it, like the nail on the head. There's days where you aren't on and Like I just did a 21 day, no caffeine, um, like went from 500 to a thousand milligrams of caffeine a day, no pre-workout at the gym. I'm just imagine your life without pre-workout. Oh, so I did a non-stim yeah. pre-workout and I'm talking, I was a different person. Like, yes, I was tired in the first week after that, I got over it. And then I was, I felt great. I did. So like, that's fine. But I was also, I realized I'm not as hyper as I have always thought I was. It's literally, I'm built on caffeine. And, uh, so like I, without that, I was like realizing actually these became more and more difficult to get through because I was like, I'm not my, I didn't feel like myself. It's like right now, today was the first day I was actually able to drink pre-workout at the gym. And I just had a little bit ago, which is why I can't shut up right now. And you're probably like, what, what the hell's going on? But, uh, so like, I feel amazing. I feel like I'm back to myself. Like I feel great talking with my hands. Like, like I could run a mile right now and be fine. Like, you know, so it's just, I'm obsessed with that, but it, there are days where the energy is down. Like you, you had got to try to bring it as much as possible because you only get out of it what you're giving. And that's really, that's like, so true. You got to bring to the conversation, add to the conversation. Yeah. And you're getting me full, uh, full energized. Like, dude, if I do record a podcast Thursday and Friday, especially getting four hours of sleep every night, like you can tell, and you can back up a couple episodes ago and nothing against her. The guest is phenomenal girl. She's amazing. I learned a lot of things from her. You can tell in my tone that I was running on empty. Like I, I would have people reach out be like, okay, dude, you were tired. <laughs> like they weren't sugar calling. It'd be like, bro, get some sleep. <laughs> yeah. Get some sleep, man. Come on. <laughs> um, and, and I'll, I'll explain it this way, guys. And the secret is this is I'm still working full time, a lot of hours on top of getting all this stuff going. So I want to be outside of my job pretty quick here. Um, but just, just like business and you get it, dude, man, when you get stuff rolling, all of a sudden money's flying here, money's flying there, money's flying there. You're trying to save some here. And it's just a lot of moving parts until that first initial push comes. So like once everything's done, like when I get off with you, man, I got to release a podcast. I got to get a W nine form situated after that, dude, I'm done. Like I can think I can, you know, do whatever I need to do Wednesday or Thursday, but it's, there's so much of a snowball rolling that, you know, slowly by surely chips away. And, um, yeah, you talk to me again in January, dude, like middle of January, I'll be like, okay, Hey, I got all this going, but thank God all the paperwork's done. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's the worst part. It's absolutely the worst part is all the paperwork of the beginning stuff. hundred percent. Yeah. So it's, I'm, I'm very, 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 very excited and I'm, I'm very trying to contain it, but you could slowly, people are reaching out to like, okay, man, what's going, what's going on? What's coming on? <laughs> so it's certain things I will keep private and certain things that, that people listen to my own stuff. They know what's going on, but like anyone outside of my podcast circle that, 
Um, supports it, but doesn't quite support it. I keep it very quiet. Yeah. Play it, playing it close to the chest. When, uh, do you have like a, a roadmap of when you anticipate leaving your full-time job and making that leap? Uh, not quite yet. Um, to be honest, I haven't had that date on there yet. That's a goal I haven't focused on because I want to get all the paperwork situated done first. So, um, once I know I can make it on my own, you know, hypothetical, like after taxes and everything, and I still have a decent, not say decent quality of life, but like my life is good, but yet, yeah, you have to grind and struggle a little bit, but yet you can walk away that that's that that goofy stage i can't go quite all in yet um just because of the student loans and stuff i have but my gut feeling is i've probably got a year left at most because like next year i'm going to be like you know zfgs or you know whatever you know zero fucks whatever it is like i'm going to reach out and start doing you know speaking engagements for certain things i really don't care what my work says like to be 100 honest because it's if i do get paid by that it's actually gonna be more potentially than what i make at work so it'd be like Bro, I'll call in sick. Yeah, exactly. Look, well, I got to get on a plane and and go to uh, Milwaukee or Madison, whatever it is. So I'm sorry. What was that? No, I was just going to say, what do you, do you really think that they would get mad? Or you're just saying like, maybe if there is the potential that they could like get mad. Um, Will they get mad? They probably wouldn't care. Um, it, it's to be honest, I, I shouldn't be afraid of that because like if i do get okay let's say i get back to back to back to back speaking engagements i'm gonna do what if scenarios and obviously what ifs don't pay the bills i totally get that um there's no if come it's income guys but <laughs> i like that it's uh if it gets to a point where that workload's like back to back to back to back then i'll be like okay hey man my leverage is here i need you know i i have enough leverage built up to where i can walk away so like right now I'm building that leverage up to where I can have that, you know, first of all, say no to overtime, which typically I don't want to do cause I'm a workaholic, but like say no to overtime because you know, something else has your, your focus. Um, and then slowly it, there's no part time when it comes to that stuff. So it's going to be okay. Hey, I have to leave. Um, but yeah, it's, it's common. Um, I don't have the exact date on it yet. That's cool though, man. I know. Congrats. Like that's going to be, I can't wait for you to be able to do that, to be like, whether you like your job or, or don't like whatever, whatever your thoughts are on your, your current workplace, even if you loved it to be able to go, guys, I'm leaving. I'm doing like, uh, this is on everything else is me from now on is amazing. Like it's the best feeling in the planet. And, and, and the thing that in my mind, I'm super excited about it's going to, it's going to sound pretty cool to say it this way, but it's like, I'm going to, even though, yes, I'm going to have, you know, embroidery printing and all that stuff. I'm not going to go retail retail with it. It's going to be more B2B stuff just because I I don't want to have a store with, you know, embroidery stuff floating around. Like I, I just want to deal with businesses and orders and behind the scenes stuff. Um, am I losing profit from it? I, I have no clue. I haven't dug that far into the numbers on that stuff yet, but I wanted my vehicle going down the road is going to have my supplements and it's going to have like a t-shirt of mine in there. So it'd be like, Hey, I'm going past the gym. All right, cool. I'm gonna say hi, you know, and be like, Hey guys, you know, this is my stuff. Very low. Key. It's going to sound weird to say it this way. Insurance, like insurance, you're yes. You have a sales quota with your business. I totally get that, but it's your own stuff. So it'd be like, okay guys, Hey, thank you very much. You're not interested. Hey man, I got to keep moving. You know, it's not 
like that, the confidence of saying, Hey guys, I, I respect it. I can help you. But you know, if you're not looking, that's perfectly fine. You know, I'll just keep her, you know, keep her moving or whatever it is the saying is in States here or in Wisconsin here. But it, it really sounds this way, guys, like there's 20 year olds that are ready to run a business. And then there's people like me that went through a lot of shit to get to where I'm at to finally realize I want to run a business. Yeah. No, exactly, man. I think everyone's path is different. Like there's no like carbon cut, like footprint where it's like, just because I did it like this, like doesn't mean anything at all. If someone else did something like way different than you, you know, and that's just how, that's just how it is. Mine was like, uh, my first business was a personal training firm in Buffalo. I'm from Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. So my first business is, uh, was a training firm there. And I sold it to my partners after I think 12 months and I had two other partners and I wanted like, really wanted to just get away from high. I was like miserable. Like I was like high five. It was great in the beginning, but money was like not ramping up. We had two other partners, all equal shares. And then, um, which was a mistake. And like the business was like doing well financially, but not as good as we thought. So I wasn't making as much money as I thought, which then that was kind of hurting like my relationship with my wife. And we were, we had our first baby and like all of the, and I was just like very stressful times at home. So I ended up selling that to them for almost nothing, going to work for a marketing place called Hearst Media. I don't know. I was not qualified at the time to even get the job. I don't know how I got it. Was 25 times more depressed working for this company than I was like myself. I was unhappy because the money, not because the job, but I then didn't, I couldn't do any at the time I was like 20. So I didn't think like I need to hustle more and do this and do that. I was like, this is my situation. This is my life. Like I accepted for what it was. And then I changed it when got super depressed with working for another company, stress, anxiety, working. I was on salary. It was, they wanted me to sell the phone book. I didn't believe in it. I was there to sell internet marketing and do all these. I was actually there because I thought I was going to be doing the marketing, but they were just treating me as a sales rep and I hated it. And the management shouldn't have been in there. And they treated their employees like crap, went and worked for their direct competition. The company culture was phenomenal, but I also realized something the second I went from, so I was there for a year, then left there to work for that company, their direct competition. That's when they were partnered with radio and doing all these, these things. The company culture was amazing, but I was also like really dissecting why I was unhappy at the time. And I realized it was because I was working for someone else. And I was like, I don't necessarily think that I know better than the person that's above me. But I also know if I do this my way, I'm going to be 20 times five, 25 times more successful than if I let them tell me how it needs to be done. And that's just how I'm like a rebel in that sense where I need to do it my way, even if it's very similar to their way. It's not an ego thing at all. I have no problem like listening. But if I think for one second that it would be better to do it my way, I won't do it someone else's way. Plus, I didn't believe in their product either. Just like the last company that like before that, they were not selling great products. So I was like, I can do this. So literally, I left the company and the next day, so I, it was like 2014. How old was I? 25. I left and I was like, uh, bye guys. Next day I went out as if I still worked for them. And I found a company I had a, like an appointment with and like walked into this company and was just, or I set an appointment with them, walked into the, it was a car dealership. And I was like, you guys just started. You're in Niagara Falls. You need a website. I built them a $400, a $400 website. I don't know how to build websites. 
So I was like, give me $400. And then I had, I found someone to build them a decent website for $200. I put the other 200 back in the company. And at the time I really looking back, do not know what I was seeing. Cause I was already, I wasn't, I didn't have savings. I don't have rich family. Like I did grow up in a trailer park, like actually down the street from a trailer park in a trailer sitting on its own plot of land, which is my opinion, worse than a trailer park. It's like, I grew up, that's how I grew up in a town with one stoplight in it. Like there, like 45 minutes outside of Buffalo, just not super poor, but like didn't have a ton of money. My parents made sure I had everything I wanted, but we were never wealthy, never super rich, never going on all these trips and stuff. And so I was like, I sold that. I found someone to build it, put 200 back in there. And then the company was built on that seven years ago. I just, I just did that over and over and over and over and over again. And then finally, like one day, I think we moved to Florida a year later in 2015, because I was getting deals for SEO for like $300 a month in Buffalo. And then I called someone in Tampa, somehow got a referral and I sold something for $1,200 a month. And it was the same thing that I was doing in Buffalo. So I got four times the amount for the same service in Tampa. And I said, and like those other companies that I worked at, if someone would have got a $1,200 deal for those companies that I was working at, they would have been the king of the castle. Like they don't, they didn't exist in Buffalo. So the fact that I got that, I was like, we're moving to Florida. And we literally, we had, we were, my wife was pregnant with our second baby. And the, he was born in January of 2015. Uh, and then I was like, she had C-sections. So I was like, the second you're okay to travel, we're literally driving through the night and going to Florida in an apartment that I was like, oh my God, they're $1,500 a month here. Cause I was paying $700 for a full house and land in Buffalo. Well, outside of Buffalo. And then in Tampa, it was $1,500 for a three bedroom, two bath, 1500 square feet, tiny apartment. I was like, I don't care. We're going, I sold all my stuff. I actually made money to move like to Tampa, we drove across the night in April and like, literally I've just been getting, I, then I started doing the $1,200 a month, $1,200 a month over and over and over again. And then after that $1,200, I started finding people that were like $3,500, $3,500 and kept doing it all, not for the same service. So I don't want anyone thinking that I'm just like, not in like increasing my service. Like the quality of the work kept getting better and better and better. And we were more offering more and more and more until finally I was hitting $5,000, $6,000 a month over and over and over again. And then I was making about $30,000 a year in, um, in Buffalo, like maybe 30 to 50, depending on where I was working, like what company it was like personal training firm, 30 grand a year. I think I had a $40,000 base salary at the next marketing place that I went to. I might've made 50 that year, same the next year, something like that. So I think 50 is where I capped out. And I literally, I quadrupled my income the first year I moved to Florida. And I was like, this is, why would I ever work for anyone ever again? So I've been doing that for, and I don't know what peaked this ramble and rant. I'm so sorry, but like (laughs) this, whatever, I'll never work for anyone again, I think is really the moral of the story. Like I figured out how to do it my own. I sell a better product, even though they might be massive because they have 50 sales reps at both places, making calls all day, selling crap products. I don't want that. I'm boutique. Like I want 20 to 30 clients at a time and I want to make them all happy. And I am the customer service on every single one of those things. I treat it like a, like an attorney, like I'm the face of the company. No one's going to care, but me. So I do every customer service call 
And then I have my team, the rest of my team for Royal Reputation, I delegate all the work to them, tell them this is the strategy, please make this. I have a a writer, a a designer, a web web developer, and they're all helping me put all this together so that I can tell the client, hey, this is what we're doing and this is what we've done. Um, Yeah, again, I don't know why or where I was going with that, but it's uh it's been incredible man like being just so oh you like i can't wait till you can do that like that that experience to like leave one day and just never look back and then be historically right for like next year in august will be eight years so like i just passed year seven and like for eight years that means i'm right i haven't worked for someone in eight years like that's it's amazing like i i love it i make my own schedule i mean i work now hours wise more than I've ever worked in my entire life, but it's my stress. It's my time. It's like what I want to be doing. I'm obsessed with every single thing that I'm doing, that I do. I've never been happier in my entire life. Yeah. And honestly, I could see the same thing happening to me where it's a different state. And, and to be honest, uh, there's, there's three loca- obviously four locations that are calling my name. Um, obviously I got, you know, my sister's down in Houston. Um, I'm not saying I'm not going to be in Houston, but you know, Texas is a big thing you know, mm-hmm. Texas and Florida are pretty parallel with each other where it's like a lot of entrepreneurial growth. Like either it's, you know, Houston, Austin, Dallas, Fort Worth, whatever it is done by you, you know, St. Pete's Tampa, Orlando, um, Jacksonville, I think is getting big now. Mm-hmm. Um, so stuff like that, you know, Atlanta GA, whatever it is down there. Uh, obviously yeah. Out West dude, I love the mountains. So like, you know, if it's Springs, if it's, you know, Salt Lake city, if it's, you know, Idaho, wherever it is, I don't have a full, full town where I'm locked in. Um, but yes, I, what people have been saying is, you know, where I'm at right now here, it's a like great network, great friendships, great everything. Um, that's only downfall. What I'm kind (laughs) of hesitant about with the embroidery stuff, just because like, it's local, like I want to travel. I want to be something remote, like, like kind of like you would be like, you know, yes, you could still edit something in a hotel room or vice versa. Like, yes, you're traveling. Yes. It's still your business. And yes, it's, it travels with you to a point. Um, but yeah, like, dude, I'm upper Midwest. I'm green Bay, man. uh, Buffalo and green Bay are very, very, very parallel with each other. And especially Pittsburgh too. So like a lot of mill work, a lot of union stuff, 40,000 is pretty normal in this area. So it's, um, you're one of the few that I know that moved to Florida, you know, and through this, like I have a friend that just moved down there last year and I'm like, how, how is Orlando? He's like, it's besides the humidity. He's like, it's unbelievable when it comes to business. Amazing. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had a different buddy that built a hotel in Jacksonville and he's like, dude, I would move down there in heartbeat. Um, the only downfall, like I love farming to a point. So like the only thing that I would have to deal with, and we'll worry about that down the road. It's not my focus, but, um, I still want to kick up some dirt somewhere. So that, that's the only thing, but like hunting and fishing, dude, you know, I can do that in any state I want to be in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a, I mean, it's ever plus there's George, like Georgia's like, I mean, where I am, I think it's a four hour ride. Like I take my motorcycle up there all the time. Um, and like, it's a little like surprisingly a lot cooler, like mountains, like, you know, hills, like stuff like that. So, um, I know a friend of mine is in the military. He's a Marine. He just moved there hunting, fishing, all that stuff. And like, he's, he's in heaven. I mean, he's actually from, he grew up in around the Florida area, like Tampa area, been here. So he's like, but he's been in New York for as long as I've known him and they just moved to Georgia. And he's like, 
he's obsessed with it. He can't, he can't stop. So like, it sounds like you guys are like the same where I grew up hunting and fishing and doing all that stuff. I just, I never continued. I'm sure my boys would love it. I'm an 11 year old and a six year old. Uh, but I just, I've been building business. I mean, we have fun. We do our stuff. Like, it's not like I don't do anything with them. I just mean, it's one of those things that was like, well, I'm not obsessed with this. So I guess I'm not going to be doing hunting and fishing stuff, you know? Well, I'm going to answer it this way. Like it's transitioning more into the business stuff. And, and someone asked me here before prior to get on, she's like, so you fishing a lot? And I'm like, no, I've only went a dozen times this year. And when I'm on the boat, as much as I want to shut my brain. So like I go on the water to shut off. So like if I'm out cruising the, and I'm using this for example, if I'm out cruising the ocean, I could still get that, you know, mind shutting off or whatever it is. But just in general, like I go on the water to calm me down, to reset, to do whatever, or same thing with the woods. That's my calming down session. What I'm noticing now is when I'm out there, my brain still can't keep moving. So, or I'm sorry, my brain still keeps moving. And obviously, yeah, we need to end this quick, but like my brain's still rolling. So when it comes to the stuff, like, dude, I'm still thinking about business when I'm on that boat, which means I still need to be doing business. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, that's, that's the same as me. I love the ocean. I, I never thought I would be this guy. I never thought I would, and trust me, I'm not trying to sound cool at all. Cause I would, I didn't grow up with the ocean, but I love, I love, like, I've only been probably like, I don't know, 20, 30 times, but I love surfing. I'm not good. I, I'm very not good, but I, there's nothing like sitting out there floating in the ocean, trying to catch a wave. And like, trust me, that makes me sound way cooler than I am. I'm like the least cool person ever, but like that. And it can, that's like one of the only things that's where I can just chill out. Cause mom, I sound, we sound very similar. We're like, I'm just, I'm laying in bed at night and I'm staring at the ceiling and I'm thinking of 75 different ways I can make money or, you know, do this or do that. And you're going over the checklist and it's that and riding a motorcycle. The two things that I was like, I'm, I'm focused in. And those are the only two things I can shut my brain off long enough to like focus on that. But everything else in my life, I'm not very, it sounds sad almost. I'm not super present for it. That's one, one thing I really have to try to learn is to be more present because I'm always planning or thinking of something else or, you know, waiting to, you know, talk, my next turn to talk, to tell me, tell you about my exciting thing. You know, yeah, like yeah, it's always no. one of those things. It sucks. It's like a gift and a curse, man. It really is. Well, I'm gonna give you credit though. What, what you sent me earlier about the reschedule. I'm like, Oh yeah, dude, you gotta do that. And, and oh, we're, not gonna, we're not going to go on that. Cause we both know exactly what that is. I'm, I'm sitting there going, I'm like, Oh yeah, man, he's got his head on straight by doing that. What <laughs> we'll leave that comment off screen, but um, <laughs> tell, tell everyone where we can find you. And then we'll talk off the screen here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you guys go to royalreputation.io. I know it's not a .com. Trying that new .io, really cool things. Royalreputation.io or anywhere online uh, at Eric Brunhofer, um, E-R-I-C-G-R-U-N-D-H-O-E-F-E-R. Thanks so much for having me on, man. This was like, this was a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. And uh, guys, stay tuned for the next show coming next week. Deuces. There you have it. Start small and grow from there. May seem impossible to create 39 pieces of content per episode by yourself, but with the team, yeah, you can go for it. Be sure to go follow the Battle Warrior podcast wherever you're listening right now for more conversations like the one you just heard. And our first season is almost coming to a close. I just want to thank everyone that's listened through this far. You are awesome. And as for the podcast Fast Class Giveaway, we are going to be doing a live stream December 15th 
from 6.30 to 7.30. Eric and I will review everyone that's entered and then randomly pick our winners. That will also be put in the feed here, so be on the lookout for that. If you're looking for more community support or you've got a podcast already in the works and you want to enter that giveaway, head on over to appletonpodcast.com. If you know someone in Northeast Wisconsin who likes podcasts, just click that little share button with them. And if you've made it this far, please rate and review this show on Podchaser. Or weasel your way into a monarchy, bide your time until the king dies, take over, and then declare your review legal law. I'm David Kelso, your neighborly podcast nerd, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.